This is Sandy Krakowski and welcome to A Real Change. This episode of the A Real Change podcast is sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. Now, you've got to hear this. I, because of gut health and other things and trying to keep my 56-year-old body lean and strong, stopped drinking wine a couple years ago because the sugar just kept messing me up and all of my efforts. And then I found Dry Farm Wines. Okay, these are lower sulfites, lower alcohol, sugar-free grown organically and biodynamically and to be honest with you what does all that mean it means it's paleo and keto friendly it means it's low carb friendly it means i can now drink wine and not have my gut get upset i can now drink wine and not have all my diet efforts be ruined you guys have to try dry farm wines and i've got a great offer for you where you actually can get a bottle when you order a bottle for just a penny my personal favorite happens to be the rosé and the red but they have so many different selections including sparkling you've got to check it out so go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash a real change for your penny bottle offer and remember dry farm wines makes it funner to not only drink wine but you actually can do it without the guilt dryfarmwines.com forward slash a real change for your penny bottle offer Well, welcome to this podcast where I'm going to attempt to give some information, bring some light to a topic that I have been fiercely studying and hope that I can bring some solution or even provoking you the ability to come up with some solutions for some of the situation we're dealing with globally. My disclaimer is that I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm going to refer you to a phenomenal book that I'm taking some of my information from. And I'm also pulling from information that I see in my millions of followers who uh, interact with me on social media, the over 2,500 people who are in my inner circle mastermind, my own personal experience, and hoping that we can collectively come up with some insight on this topic. The topic I want to talk about is gaslighting and the current pandemic that we're in. Gaslighting is a concept that is actually kind of new. I'm going to open up um, a book that I have and, and recommend it to you. The book is called The Gaslight Effect by Dr. Robin Stern. If you're on my video, you'll actually see it. If you're on the podcast audio, just go to Amazon or type in The Gaslight Effect by Dr. Robin Stern. This is a situation, um, I guess it was an identification of behavioral patterns of abusers that Dr. Stern had seen and noted that no one had classified it. No one had quantified it. No one had said, this is what it is. Gaslighting can be seen as part of the behavioral destructive patterns of a narcissist, uh, someone with personality disorder. But the other reality is, is that people can be gaslighting without knowing it. They can be gaslighting because they were trained by someone else to do so in order to get their way. They can be gaslighting as a compensating type thing 
um, a self-protective thing. Gaslighting is when someone does a tango with you in a relationship. It can be an intimate relationship such as husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend. It can be a work relationship such as a boss or a coworker. It can be a family relationship such as a parent or a child. It can be happening with your neighbors. But it is a tango of constantly questioning. The gaslighter constantly questions the gaslighty till the point that the gaslighty, the person they're doing this to, questions their own perceptions, intentions, motives, ev events, etc. One of the things that's happening during this pandemic is not only an increase of suicide, but we see an increase of suicide amongst those who would be called social media influencers. And when I began to read this book, I saw that Dr. Robin Stern, 10, 12 years ago, her first introduction to talking about this was when Facebook was really concerned about cyberbullying in teens and young adults. Because now we were in a situation where you could post a picture or something and your friend could say, hey, you're just being overly sensitive. You're being extra. But that wasn't enough. Now, all of a sudden, there's a dozen friends that you know who are also saying you're extra and a bunch of strangers giving their input. And with teens and young adults, the studies have shown there's kids who are killing themselves, literally committed suicide because of the combined effect of people saying they are something or what their intentions were or that their perception is off or that they're broken or not enough or all of these other different things to the point that the person who simply was sharing a new shirt, sharing new earrings, sharing something they discovered is now questioning their own sanity, questioning their own motives, questioning their own perception, questioning their own reality. What's interesting to this as well is that a gaslighter is usually drawn into this kind of abusive battle by proving they are right. And what's interesting is that they will seek someone who will fight with them. So for example, if I put a shirt on and I, and I love it and it matches my earrings and you say you're extra today, Sandy, or that color doesn't look good with your hair, or a woman of 56 years old should not wear those earrings, that could be someone who doesn't realize they have gaslight behavior. But I become the victim of said abuse if I feel a compelling need to validate that I can wear this kind of shirt, that I can wear these kind of earrings, that I can be this when I'm 56. And I have to prove that that person's wrong. As soon as I seek that validation, I got to prove they're wrong. I could be sucked right into this destructive tango of gaslighting. A more mature, wise, and sensible, and something that will protect your emotional health response might be, apparently that must be what you see. I like the shirt. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. I dig these earrings. Well, good thing you're not wearing it, because I am. Something like that, where you actually are showing, I don't need you to validate for me to enjoy my shirt. I don't need you to validate for me to understand I'm not extra. I don't need you to agree with me. For me to feel like I don't need you to approve of me. For me to feel like I am what God called me to be. And you know what? Because the person who gets drawn into this cares so much 
that people will see their true intention and they need to be validated and they cannot handle this erroneous, and I'm calling it erroneous because these are strangers giving you an opinion. Never before in the history of mankind have we ever lived in an environment like we do with social media right now where we care so much about what strangers think, where we're randomly, we're, okay, we got 397 strangers. We call them friends. Actually, you may know 210 of them, kind of. You met them in your lifetime. You may have 17 that you actually interact with regularly. They're at the gym, they're at school, they're at work, whatever. That doesn't mean they're your friends. And now we're randomly like, 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 like. I don't like that one, not touching it. Like, like, oh, really? You're full of crap. Uh, Like, 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 as we're going through our phone. And we are literally giving input to a bunch of strangers on things that don't matter. It's brought me to thinking whether or not we've been programmed for this or set up for this. Because now in a pandemic, mask or no mask, tested or not tested, we're, we're literally in a situation where a healthy individual is referred to as a threat to someone else's safety. You got to understand, I, wear, I, I have autoimmune conditions. So I have chemo infusion every six weeks for Crohn's and rheumatoid arthritis. I've never asked somebody to wear a mask to protect me. I will ask them to wash their hands. <laughs> I'll tell you, when I was in Whole Foods the other day, I was like, I would have preferred that the government said everyone needs to wear gloves. Because if you don't wipe your butt right and you don't wash your hands and you come into Whole Foods touching the stuff I'm going to buy, I ain't going to care whether or not you had a mask on. If you cough into your hand or you touch something that somebody coughed on and you're not in the practice of washing your hands, I don't care (laughs) whether you have a mask on, but that's just my side opinion. I'm sure somebody will tell me I'm extra. It's fine. I don't need them to validate me. But here's the interesting thing. I was noticing that we got a lot of gaslighting going on. You got people who will literally get into an argument all day, neglect their children, not properly educate their children who are now at home, not take care of their home, living in a situation where the validation for their sanity is how many people can I, like you should wear a mask as if we're doing our part. But if we wore a mask or didn't wear a mask, with conviction for our own decision, which is why we should vaccinate or not vaccinate. Both need to be handled responsibly. If you're going to wear a mask or vaccinate, or you're not going to wear a mask or you're not going to vaccinate, we need to responsibly be walking out those decisions. But the moment we go to social media and we're so irritated, or actually, let's get real, we feel insecure. We're afraid. We're afraid we're going to get sick. We're afraid we won't have any more choices. We've actually lost our job. We don't know how we're going to pay our bills. We don't know whether or not we should go back to work. We don't feel right taking money from the government, but we don't know how to rise above it. And what's happening is we are actually finding out where our inner strength is. Because I don't know about you, but nothing has quite shaked me like this pandemic. Not even being told I had a year to live four times has shook me 
like this situation. Not even ending a horrifically abusive marriage shook me like this. This is shaking me because the definition of what is normal is now being dictated by forces that I don't have control over. I still can decide what's normal for me. I still can decide what I want my life to look like. But now there's a ton of things that are beyond my control. And I don't know if it's ever going to go back to normal. So now what happens is there's a level of uncertainty. And if I choose to walk out, whatever conviction it is, there are gaslighters walking around flaming people, chastising people, shooting people, punching people, cursing people, videotaping people, threatening people, threatening to imprison people if they don't do what that person thinks they should do. I'm not even going to go into whether or not the laws that are, are coming down the pike are even rational because that's not what this podcast is about. But I want you to understand that a gaslighter has an intense and an intense need to be right. And the reason a gaslighter must be right is to preserve their own sense of self and to feel as if they have a sense of power, i.e. control. So now the gaslighter, and again, this is why people can do this without realizing they're doing it. If you realize you're doing it right now, please get this book and stop doing it. You've got to get yourself of control and preserve your own self with something greater than belittling someone else and needing to be right. That is a facade and it will come and get you when you least expect it because facades don't stand in the day of a storm. A gaslighter has to be right in order to preserve their own self-dignity, to preserve themselves, and to feel as if they have some sort of power. And a gaslighter has to feel like they're completely out of control. Then what happens is the gaslightee, who it's being done to, allows the gaslighter to define their sense of reality because the gaslightee, in some sort of way, has idealized the gaslighter and seeks their approval. So how does this happen when I post something on social media? Let's say I post something on social media about my mug, that I'm sipping coffee that has collagen in it, and I'm using oat creamer, and I just start talking about it, and somebody goes off, and that's too expensive, and nobody else can do that, and you shouldn't be talking about but if I idealize a need for people to like me, if I idealize any conflict could be destructive, so I must shut it down. If I idealize I have to get a certain amount of likes or I really am wasting my time. If I idealize I really need this particular person, this guy, this gal to interact with me or whatever. When people say, would you please like all of my posts so you can help me with my engagement? Tell your friend no. Tell your friend, I love you, I appreciate you, but I can't like every little thing you post because I don't even like that much about you, even if they're your best friend. 
<laughs> you, you might like 75 or 50% about what they post and they might be your BFF, but like you don't want to get into this. I have to mindlessly like because I'm helping my friend with their engagement. No, why do we do this crap to people? And here's the thing. If any part of you, even a small part of you thinks you're not good enough by yourself, if any part of you ever has a small part of you, and I'm reading from this book, that feels like you need someone else's love or approval to be whole, then you are absolutely susceptible to gaslighting. And a gaslighter, whether they do it intentionally or not intentionally, are going to take advantage of that vulnerability. And they're going to make you doubt yourself over and over again. You know, the interesting thing about this book, um, is that most women who are gaslighted are competent, powerful, attractive, vulnerable, accomplished, but they somehow or another need validation from others to support their own reality and to preserve their perspective. That can happen after trauma. I understand that. You know, we, we need to find, however, courage and clarity to refuse these crazy-making distortions. We have to hold fast to our own reality. We have to trust our own perspective. And what the author of The Gaslight Effect, Dr. Robin Stern, says is we actually need flight attendants in our life. That isn't everybody on a Facebook group. That isn't all of your followers. That's not even your 20 best people you interact with on social media. These are people who are in your life, in person, know you, and will give an objective input are not always going to side with you, are going to tell you the truth, and really are great people to let you know whether the turbulence is just bumpy, like a flight attendant, or whether this turbulence is real. Buckle up or get off the dang plane. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? When you and I don't need validation from anybody else for our reality or our perspective, that is now freedom. That doesn't mean you walk around with this bullish... I don't need anybody. No, that's called reclusive. And that actually can entertain witchcraft, quite frankly. If you would like me to talk in the spiritual part, gaslighting is witchcraft because you're trying to get someone else's will to change, to validate your own. Gaslighting is a high level of codependent behavior. The pattern of abuse will definitely undermine your self-esteem. It'll get you questioning yourself. It'll, the torment will make you feel like you can't even trust your own gut reaction. Like you can't even trust your own memory. Like you can't even trust your own perception. And it can be absolutely, utterly paralyzing. I know this to be true. I've experienced this before. And part of the reason why I had to heal for several years after my divorce and I'm continuing to heal is one of the worst parts of gaslighting is how hard it is to identify. And you'll be slipping into confusion and self-doubt. You know what? And we have to ask ourselves, ask yourself this when you're on social media. I don't care what you post, whether it's about the pandemic or not, but ask yourself, what has suddenly caused me to question myself? How has someone else or someone else's opinion caused me to supposedly care like about my perception little and for some reason someone actually made me feel awful and unstable how did i get here very few things 
ever are as effective as destabilizing the distrust for your own grasp on reality. Think about that. Could that be what's been happening with some of these illogical, unconstitutional actions that are being taken place in our world right now? This ain't a blue, red, Democrat, Republican. This is a massive push to make you and I doubt what we know to be true, even though someone else says something different. When you don't take responsibility for your own actions and you deflect responsibility to, and try to undermine the credibility of someone else so that you can validate yourself, that's gaslighting. We got to become aware of our own role in gaslighting as well. The ways in which our behavior, our desires, our idealizing, our distortion is causing us to need someone to validate us, to need someone to agree with us, to need someone's approval. It's imperative if you don't have good flight attendants in your life, you don't need a lot, just one or two will bring some incredible growth and stability to your life. Just one or two people who are your ride or die who really do know where you suck and where you prosper. <laughs> they really do know the real you and they know your heart and they want to protect your heart. Even if you are being a gaslighter in response to one, or even if you are like idealizing something that you was like ridiculous to idealize. We need those flight attendants. So I want to encourage you to get the book, The Gaslight Effect, How to Spot and Survive the Hidden Manipulation that Others Use to Control Your Life by Dr. Robin Stern. It is on, uh, it's in paperback, it's in Kindle, it's in audio, Audible. I do believe it's even in hardcover. And I want you to take a inventory of what might need to change in your life. Let's be a part of the solution and not, a, not the problem. I love you. And until the next episode, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.